Look to our precious Jesus today who saves, heals, delivers, and blesses. This is your day for a miracle. On today's program, Pastor Benny Hinn begins a powerful series of messages on your covenant right to be healed and stay healed. Healing begins in the spirit of man. The minute you're born again, you, you qualify to be healed. Say, when I'm born again, I have the legal right to be made whole. During the next few programs, you'll also begin to learn how you can pray for the sick in the name of Jesus with significant results. He is the healer. You are the instrument. Say, he's the healer. I am the... You're what? He said, they shall lay hands on the sick. He didn't say, ah, he said, they shall lay hands, and the sick shall... That's a powerful promise. Say, I will lay hands on the sick. And when I do, the sick, guaranteed, will be healed. Now, join Pastor Benny at a recent Monday night Bible study as he begins his message. Now say after me, God's nature is a healing nature. Say it again. Say it again. Now remember, I'm teaching you tonight on healing. Sickness has three names in the Bible. Write it down. Number one, sickness is called captivity. That's in Job 42.10. The Lord delivered Job out of his captivity. And that captivity was sickness in his life and body. He was a physically sick man. He was afflicted by the enemy with tumors all over his body. He was, he was tormented by skin disease daily for a long time. Besides him losing his family and possessions, he had lost his health. When his friends came, they did not recognize him. So it says, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends, and the Lord gave him twice as much as he had before. It's interesting that with his healing came double blessings. You cannot receive all that God has promised you if you're sick. How can you claim all the promises, if a portion of them are not yours yet. Because if you lose your health, you don't have the faith to believe for other things in your life. So now, captivity is the name the Old Testament gives for disease. Now, there's other names. The Bible uh, calls it plague. And a uh, few other names written in Scripture for sickness and disease. The second name we see in the Bible for sickness is bondage. Luke 13, 16, the woman who Satan hath bound, it says. All these years. Bondage then equals sickness. And sickness equals bondage. And thirdly, Acts 10.38 calls disease oppression. 
the Lord anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the Bible says, who healed those oppressed of the devil. Now, I know most Christians know that, but you and I need to be reminded. So sickness is not a blessing. We spend billions of dollars on health. To this day, health is the most desired among humanity. With all the medical advances, disease still kills millions of people in America and the world. It, they just released a report that in the United Kingdom, in England, listen to this, half the population, they say, will be will be uh, will have cancer half the population of England will suffer with cancer in the next 30 years it's increasing so much that half the population will 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 be struck with cancer if if things don't slow down today in this country it's about the same rate cancer is killing more people in America than any other disease it's the number one killer with all the nutrients, with all the medical breakthroughs, advances, cancer is killing a whole lot of Americans. And very few churches talk about healing. We focus on nutrition way more than healing. We focus on medicine way more than healing. We focus on what the doctors can do for us more than what God can do for us. Say, God is my healer, God is my healer. Not, the not the doctor. Say it again. God is my healer, not One more time. See, now God declares in his word that the children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, which was plagued by disease, it says not one was sick among them. Now, Egypt and sickness went together in the Old Testament. God said to Israel, he said, the diseases you knew in Egypt. Egypt was a nation that was obsessed with medicine. There was no doctors in Israel for 400 years. After, after Joshua had taken the children of Israel into the promised land, there was no mention of medicine or doctors for 400 years. So they lived in health for 40 years in the desert and another 400 years in the Holy Land. Sickness was introduced with medicine, interestingly, in the Bible. When medicine came, sickness came, because when medicine came, they stopped trusting God. And medicine was introduced in Israel through Solomon's wife, the Egyptian. That's a fact of history that his Egyptian wife brought medicine and disease with it to the Holy Land. We in America are, are, are two... Uh, 
we, we rely and we trust more in medical science than God. When we get sick, we immediately go see a doctor, immediately take medicine, and we believe it's going to fix us, when in many cases it makes it worse. The very side effects of some medication will kill you. It's time to trust the Lord. Wisely, wisely, we need to treat our sicknesses. We still have to eat right. We still have to sleep right. We still have to do the right things when it comes to the natural. But do not ignore the promises of God. Do not make man your source. God is your source. Say, God is my source. Now, the Bible uh, in 1 Thessalonians 5.23 clearly states that we are a threefold being. We are spirit. We have a soul and live in a body. Say after me, I am a spirit man. Say that again. Say, I am not a soul. I am not a body. I am a spirit that has a soul and lives in a body. Now, the Bible says that your spirit man is whole at salvation. Your spirit man becomes complete at salvation. Your spirit man becomes one with the Lord, 1 Corinthians 6 clearly states, verse 17, that you become one with him in spirit. And then you have a duty to renew your mind or your soul. You don't focus on your body first. You focus on your spirit first. And then it flows from the outside. Uh, sorry, it flows from the inside out. Paul the apostle says, I pray God. Turn to to. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 for me. We're going to read that first because you're going to see the order that the Bible gives. 1 Thessalonians 5.23, please. On the screen. On the screen. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit, that's the first thing God works on, and soul, that's the second thing God works on, and body be preserved. God's order is the spirit man must become whole first. And wholeness begins from the inside out. So when you are whole spiritually, then and only then you have what it takes power, you have what, what it takes, the anointing, to renew your mind and you work on your soul. And your soul is renewed by the Word of God as the Word of God begins to take hold of your soul. And your soul is what you think. Your soul is what you feel. And your soul is what you want. Say, my soul is what I think, think and want. Say it again. 
Say, my soul is what I. Come on, look at me. What I what? And feel and. So if there's something wrong with your thinking and your feeling and your wanting, because your soul isn't there yet. So the soul is the intellect. The soul is the emotion. And the soul is the will of man. Now, here's, here's something i got to tell you. It really follows another order in Scripture. You know, it's easier to say when you're preaching, think, feel, want, think, feel, want, think, feel, want. But if you really want to follow it after the order of the New Testament, it's want first. The will is surrendered first. And the second thing you surrender is the intellect. And then the emotion follows. But, you know, to make it simple for the people, we say think, feel, want. you got to work on the thinking because we all want to start working on my brain, on my mind. We've been hit so much with renew the mind, the mind. The mind is the soul. The mind is not the brain inside the skull. So the first thing Jesus yielded to the Father was his will. The minute you surrender your will, you're halfway in. Maybe a little longer, maybe a little more than that, but you got... Because the will is the seat of the soul. The, the will is, the, is, the, is where the foundation for the soul is there. So you got to give it to God. It's not my will, but yours, Lord. It's not my plan, but yours, Lord. It's not my purpose, but yours, Lord. And it's daily. Because the devil will fight you with that. Now, the minute the spirit of man is whole, you have the Holy Ghost energy to do the rest. You have the Holy Ghost power to do the rest. God makes your spirit whole, but God needs your, your cooperation to bring wholeness to your soul. The soul... God needs our cooperation because we have to give Him something to work with, and that something is the Scripture. You know, before Pasteur died, that's why you say pasteurized, you know, from Pasteur, who's a French chemist. And, and he said something very powerful at his deathbed. He said, what man has to fight with in the future is disease in the soul. He said, we are conquering disease in the body. He said, we are going to conquer disease in the body first. But he said, the disease of the soul will be man's worst enemy. He said, that's what humanity will have to fight. And that's what we're seeing today. In the Bible we read, your spirit man must be whole first, and that's the work of the Holy Spirit. And all you got to do is surrender. But then you cooperate with the Lord as you receive the Scripture and meditate upon the Scripture. 
On tomorrow's program, Pastor Benny continues this important teaching, which you must hear for not only your healing and health, but also for your family, friends, and loved ones. Watch, expecting your life to be changed. Our wonderful Lord Jesus, in John chapter 5, we read, came to the pool of Bethesda in Jerusalem, looked at the crowd, and he saw a man there who'd been there a long time waiting for his miracle. And the Lord comes and asks this man a question. He sought him out and said, do you want a miracle? Will thou be made whole? Are you ready to receive your miracle today? And the man explained how he had tried to receive his healing and could not. And Jesus looks at this man and asks the question he's asking you today. Will you be made whole? Will you allow God to heal you today? Will you accept your healing? Will you accept that loving gift from the Lord himself? Now, the man that the Lord asked that question to did not even know who, who the Lord was. He did not know even the name Jesus. Had never heard the name of the Lord. Yet the Lord would choose him. And the Lord would say to a man who did not know who he was, do you want a miracle? Now, if God the Son would come to someone who did not know him, did not know the power in his name, did not know he is the miracle-working God, would he not come to his own children, to his own and say, do you want a miracle? Now you know what happened, the man was healed. He was healed immediately. As the Lord said, pick up your bed and walk. He's offering you, as he offered that man a miracle. I think this is a mighty question. Do you want your healing? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same. He doesn't change. He's still offering us that free gift, that miracle. Come on, let's believe. Let's also receive. So you stretch your hands towards me. I'm stretching my hands towards you. And let's ask the Lord Jesus himself to heal you today, to give you the miracle you need in your body, in your life in your home, with your family. Come on, let's, let's agree together. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come with that one watching today on the program. And Lord, I believe with each one of them, I believe with that one right there watching, that that miracle will come today. Your power will touch them today. That amazing miracle will begin now in their life. In the mighty name of Jesus. And so I take my place and I step into my office and I command that disease to go, that sickness to go in the mighty name of Jesus. I command that bondage to be gone, that problem in their life and family to be gone, that problem in their finance to be gone and canceled. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Grant that request today in your holy and mighty name. 
Amen and Amen. Now you receive that healing. Arthritis in the right hip has just been healed just like that a second ago. A skin condition, a very bad skin condition, especially in the back. It's a lady. I see bleeding in your back area. God is healing you now, my dear. Receive it in Jesus' mighty name. You feel God's blessed healing touch on your body. Someone with severe, severe sinuses. You've been on medication. Nothing has helped you. But the Lord is healing you now. And I see someone who just was in a car accident. You're in terrible pain. And the Lord has, has, has already touched you. All I want you to do right now is just stand up and walk around. You'll find the pain is gone from your, from your, your body. And a young man who's just had a heart problem, he actually had a heart attack. Father, in Jesus' name, let the healing come. Let the miracle begin. Let the restoration in his body take place in Jesus' mighty name. Albert is your name. Albert, you expect now that healing in your body. And, and swelling around the right eye has just been healed also. Receive it now in the sweet, wonderful, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Remember, the, the greatest miracle is salvation. So would you pray this with me? Just say, Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive my sins, Lord. Save my soul, Lord. Come into my heart today. Wash me with your blood. I give you my life forever. Amen. He loves you. He loves you dearly. Keep watching. This is your day. Tell your friends and expect your miracle. It truly is on the way. God's Word Speaks Healing is a unique audio compilation on which Pastor Benny Hinn reads promises of health and wholeness from throughout the scriptures as beautiful instrumental music from his favorite healing songs and hymns plays in the background. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. You can have God's Word Speaks Healing as a digital download for a gift of $8. Call, write, or order your copy of this faith-building volume online today. Dear partners, I am so happy to have this opportunity to tell you something that has been in my spirit all day today on This Is Your Day. You know, as I listen to Pastor Benny teach and preach the Word of God with such fire and anointing and power, I'm often reminded of the simplicity of the gospel. You know, when you think of the Word of God, Scriptures that talk about the simplicity of the gospel are so important. I mean, Luke chapter 18 and verse 17, that has to be one of my favorite scriptures in the whole Bible where Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall in no wise enter therein. You know, anytime I'm going to be on a program with children, I always say, please let me go before them because once the children are on stage, nobody's listening to anything else. People pay attention to children because of their simple love, because of how passionate they can be. Think through the word of God, how many times Jesus talked about children. Suffer the little children to come to me. 
Jesus said, except we become like little children, we couldn't even enter the kingdom of heaven. Why, he even used a child one day with fish and loaves of bread to feed a multitude. Jesus, we sang it as kids growing up, loves the little children of the world. Well, you know, as a dad of four and as a grandfather of nine grandchildren now, my territory is expanding and enlarging. Recently, I had a birthday and one of my little granddaughters, she was standing off to the side while everybody was bringing me their gifts and, you know, all of the family singing and birthday cake and all of that celebration. And at the very end, I noticed she seemed like she was trying to get through everybody and get to me. And when she got to me, she held up a little piece of paper, the most simple drawing, misspelled words, but with hearts all over them, telling me how much she loved me and happy birthday. Her eyes were just wide with excitement, waiting for my reaction. Now here I had received other gifts, but she said these words to me, it's the best one, isn't it? And I said, yes, it is. It's the best gift anybody could ever give me. Do you know that I believe that's the way our father is? When you sow into the kingdom of God and you have that passion and you have that faith and you have that love, just like a little child that you're presenting it to your father. You're giving it to your daddy. You're telling him how much you love him. I believe the same passion that I expressed to my little granddaughter the other day. This is the best. The joy that filled her heart when I acknowledged that. Friends, I want you to know uh, that there is a way. There is a way to please God. And it is when we obey his word and we become just like a little child that comes before him. You don't have to impress God with fancy words or you don't have to impress God being out of your own character, but just humbly and simply come before God. And when you bring your gift right here to This Is Your Day, to Pastor Benny Hinn, so that gospel can go all around the world. You know, I've been blessed to travel with Pastor Benny for five or six years now and see the gospel taken around the world, miracle signs and wonders. And I believe that our Father just is looking down from heaven as you and I say, Pastor Benny, we're sowing seed into the kingdom of God. Every gift that you give, I want you just to picture your father saying, that's the best of all. Whatever today God is placing on your heart to sow into the kingdom of God, and right here at This Is Your Day, I know for sure Pastor Benny does not take it for granted, never one time, but he's constantly positioning and petitioning God with your prayer request and your needs. All of us here, we love you so much. And when you present that gift today to This Is Your Day, to Pastor Benny Hinn and the ministry that's going around the world, setting people free, sharing the simple gospel of Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, your Father, your Father in heaven is looking over and with beaming eyes, He's looking at you as that childlike faith when you present it to God. I want to encourage you today, pick up your phone and call right now. If we ever needed you to take the gospel with us around the world, if we ever needed your support, we need you right now. Please pick up the phone, call the number that's on your screen and whatever you present to dear Jesus today, I know his heart is going to be pleased with your gift.
On behalf of Pastor Benny and all of us here at Benny Hinn Ministries, we truly love you with the love of Jesus. We declare that your greatest days are in front of you, and we thank you today for that childlike faith that you present to Jesus. Be blessed. <laughs>